0: Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.
1: Southeast Radio. While affectionately known as the Skin Nerd, Jennifer Rock had achieved great success with her skincare range, Skin Ingredients, prior to lockdown, and she joins us now to tell us how the business is still a glowing success. Jennifer, we'll be discussing Skin Ingredients, but first, I'd like to find out about how you first developed an interest in skincare.
0: Yeah, of course. I think, like many females, I, so, and males, I suffered at my own skin at a young age, and I was the quintessential nerd. I was. Lightly plump, had the you know, glasses, I had the fringe cut and I had unfortunately suffered a quite bad, uh, unhealthy skin in a sense, quite bad acne at the time. And as a result of that, my confidence plummeted. I really leaned on skincare and the structure that it provided, whether it was cleanse, tones, serum, all the things that were huge in the early 1990s that really allowed me to feel better in myself. And feel empowered, I suppose. I didn't equate it to that at that stage. For me, it was just a a security blanket. And that just sparked a huge interest.
1: Of course, you first came to people's attention with the success of the Skin Nerd. Talk to us about the initial idea for that business and the birth of the cleanse off myth.
0: The cleanse-off mitt is, it's a small mitt, it takes a makeup off in seconds, it's microfiber, it's better for the environment for that exact reason. And when I was working in a clinic in London at the time, I realised that a lot of people were using wipes and cotton pads and so on and so forth instead of an actual... Cleansing Cloth, which is where the idea for Cleanse Off mate came into play. When I launched Cleanse Off With first, honestly, Carl, I didn't have a business plan. I just had a complete dream and a notion and a azillac one at that, that it would just sell because people would understand that they were better for your skin. And when it launched on it, it did quite well originally. And then a couple of weeks into it, unfortunately, we had 20,000 units land into Dublin Port. And on that very same day, as luck would have it in many ways now in hindsight, it. The distributor at the time decided no longer to work with us, which was the biggest learning I've had to date, honestly.
1: So, what did you learn from a business perspective based on that, Jennifer?
0: It was a huge learning to really research, understand your business plan. I hear a lot of friends of mine in the sector wouldn't really follow plans. They feel that it's somewhat, it's just not needed if it's been, if, your, if your brand is succeeding. But for me, it's about everything has to be planned. There needs to be a goal. There needs to be timelines. Things need to be measured. Analytics are important. And... Of course, I suppose contracts, contracts were huge. I suppose ever since then, I'm a huge believer in reading a contract, having a contract and everyone, everyone's everyone's expectations are essentially managed before you enter into any partnership in any shape or form.
1: And of course, in terms of your customer needs, what are the most common problems which they encounter with skincare today?
0: The main goal people have for their skin tends to be just health. They want to look brighter, fresher, more even, less discoloration. Some people are obviously conscious of lines and wrinkles. Some might have more problematic acne-prone skin. When we work with nutritionists, we refer on to dermatologists. So I suppose we're almost like a hub where you feel like a member, you can get unbiased information and then a plan is created for you thereafter, regardless of your skin goal or concern.
1: And of course, we're hearing a lot about the popularity of natural skincare products. How important is that to your customers?
0: For us, it's an interesting one. It's always looking at what ingredients truly make a difference at a cellular level. And sometimes within the world of organic or natural, that's not always the case. Sometimes preservatives aren't what they should be, which means the efficacy of the product is questionable at times, the longevity of them sitting on shelves at home. So for us, we don't really push or are a huge advocate of natural, which can be quite controversial. We tend to talk about natural skincare being what our skin recognizes. So for example, you and I, you might identify as male, I might identify as female, but we do both need peptides, antioxidants, hyaluronic. There's key ingredients that we need within our skin for our skin to perform well. Same way we should all eat, you know, our protein, our veg, our fat and drink our water every single day. That same that same concept applies in skincare. So for us we lean less on natural and as a result of that we tend to attract a lot less more a lot less natural of a demographic but when we teach people that we're allowing their skin to use what their skin sees to be natural they tend to be really comfortable with it.
1: And did the informational market intelligence that you were collecting through the Nerd Network provide you with the nucleus to create skin ingredients?
0: You got it in one I suppose now we sit with we're nearly four years old There's 40,000 clients that we have, have gone through, have had their consults. There's a huge retention rate, which is so important to us, that we keep with the people that are constantly wanting to grow and challenge their skin and just feel empowered and enlightened by educating themselves. But yes, the ingredients came from observing these clients at an early stage, realizing there was a lot of confusion, there's a lot of saturation, there's a lot of marketing out there, as I said earlier. And so what I want to do is to create a a simple, a, a really simple but effective Skincare range which is what Skin Ingredients is we call it a capsule skin care range so there's only seven products in it they have a combination of key ingredients that every single person regardless of their skin condition regardless of their age their colour everything you just need these in your skin for your skin to be healthier
1: and Jennifer is it true to say that your dad played an integral role in the early days of the business
0: yeah, of course. So my dad, I'm very, everything is kind of family orientated for me. So when I mentioned the cleanse off mate earlier, my son at that stage, I had Matthew quite young, so he was cycling up and down to On Pust earning himself a couple of euro uh, for pocket money. My mum and dad were navigating the whole thing. They were driving up and back to On Pust and really, you know, really helping to get this business off the ground before we knew it could turn into what it is today. And daddy unfortunately passed away unexpectedly a year and a half into it. And he had been, I know my surname is Rock, but he literally was my Rock because, As I said at the beginning, for me the biggest learning in this whole journey was learning about accounting, learning about you know how to run a business, how to negotiate contracts, how to just really I suppose from a legal perspective, there's there's a whole world of business that you don't think about when you're on a mission to create skin health. You have to obviously understand the elements of business that's needed, and he was that for me. He was hugely into the business element of it, and he was my my mentor, my go-to. So when that happened quite early in, he died about six months before his ingredients launched. So for me, that was a huge setback in a sense from a confidence and an esteem perspective. So, I mean, i learned an awful lot from him and just through navigating my way through the business world at that stage. But when you don't have that one person that truly has your back there to steer you right, that was probably the biggest personal and professional obstacle I've had to overcome to date.
1: And how did the pandemic impact the business and did you work on developing the business during lockdown?
0: My goodness. So I suppose because we're online always people assume that we naturally just flourish. But unfortunately I suppose because ingredients, as you said, is in it's in three hundred locations, it's in the Brent Thomas, it's in the Arnest, it's in lots like Mars pharmacies, it's phenomenal prestigious pharmacies across the country. Those that's a fall. Stopped overnight. So the day that they closed, I suppose, in a sense, the ingredients definitely wasn't going to get the same eyeballs on it at shelf level that we'd worked hard to secure. So that was a huge change for us, I suppose, in one sense, because Nerd Network was online and unfortunately because fellow salons couldn't open, we definitely got a lot more interest. And because people are looking at themselves so much on Zoom now, you're just constantly catching yourself. There's There's a huge spike in skincare in the last 12 months. So I In that sense, it allowed us to become more productive. We took everything completely offline. We all work remotely now. Everything's just centralised. And it allows us to, instead of meeting at the coffee table, having a quick chat and being quite, you know, young in our business approach, everything is now filed, stored, CRMs. It's just, it's allowed us to behave like a much more mature business.
1: And Jennifer, in an extremely competitive market such as skincare, what are the trends that you're watching right now?
0: We don't really tend to look at trends too much. Obviously, we're aware of competition. We do tend to attend a lot of the the global trade shows and see what's happening. Back to your earlier question about natural, organic, that's quite huge. There's a huge conversation on CBD oil. But unless something truly has weight, has data, has... Enough science behind it that we can actually see at a skin tissue level, at a cellular level, i.e. where the skin is made. We don't tend to pay much attention to it. With the Nerd Network, we're in a fortunate position where brands tend to come and ask, or we consider stocking them. But if they don't have the science and the data that we would claim to be sufficient to warrant us to talk about it, we don't tend to we don't tend to enter that world. I do think for the next year there'll be a lot of conversation about blue light. So, HEV, which is your high energy visible light, light that you've emitted from computers, because inevitably we're all spending a little bit more time on those than ever before. And the other element that I think will become huge is stress and how it impacts skin and the inflammatory element that we need to mind while you are feeling more stressed. I don't there's anybody on this planet that hasn't had some sort of stressful moment over the last year living in a pandemic, and your skin is an organ, so it does have a negative impact on it over a prolonged period of time.
1: And finally, what's next for Jennifer Rock and a skin nerd?
0: Goodness. So I think, honestly, just securing the clients that we have in their network, ensuring that we're constantly evolving that business. We were the first to do online skin consultations only, not have a bricks and mortar salon alongside it. So making sure that our community feel valued, heard. They have a direct line to the nerds that they've had the consult with. They check back in with us, making sure that it's always within their budget, that it's easy, accessible. I think that's definitely the driving force to keep that community alive build more and more on that and then in terms of skin ingredients there will be new products in the future but for me it's not about like I just said it's not about trends it's making sure that anything we create is of a certain caliber sustainability of course has to become a, a much larger focus than it has been in any skincare company to date so they're kind of the two main pieces that we'll keep continuously driving always evolving challenging ourselves and ultimately listening to what people want.
1: Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Jennifer Rock from Skin Ingredients, and I'd like to wish Jennifer every success as she continues to grow her business.
0: Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.